Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. is here and so is the locker room. You are live on Joy 99.7 FM and this is the locker room. In the last five weeks we have brought you we have brought to you a cocktail of interesting conversations. First we sat down with Mohammed Kudus who stole all the flashlights and headlights at the World Cup and is now doing semi-Europe with Ajax. And we also brought to the conversation with Barbara Roman and boxers Isaac Dodbe and Joshua, Col- Joshua Clotty. And just last week, we spoke with former GFA Vice President George Fouye. And today for you, we have something similar but quite different because for you, it's a double bonanza. They were just playing and the place was quiet. I said, oh, what, what am I seeing? What is happening? They were only signing. This was the, the death football team, the national deaf football team. So I became enthused and I was, I'm always, I want to support, you know, schools. I want to support, you know, uh, community. I want to, you know, yeah. always helping out something. So I, 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 I went closer and I asked, who, who are these? And then I helped them. So I went to my cubicle and they followed up to say they have a game against Nigeria and, and they want to, to invite me to become their coach. They didn't have a coach? No. So I voluntarily went to give out my 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 best. Yes, I've had a lot of jollof rice, more than I've had in, in my life <laughs> this week. Um, and today's one was spicy, so uh, right. I noticed it's a little bit really. 
voices of Didi Dramani, narrating how he became head coach of the hearing and speech impaired national football team, as well as two-time Premier League champion Jordan Lescott. Besides these two interviews, though, there are some big conversations we need to have. <laughs> in his first title defense of the WBO Junior Featherweight World Championship and an amazing start he's off to as he scores the brilliant knockdown. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Come to me. You good? Yes? Let's box. Can he finish him? Dog Bay, the young, ferocious champion who first on the scene. Big left hook comes raining in. Oh, and another one. Otaki trying to secure himself. Look at this barrage from the champ. It is over. That is it. A first-round TKO title defense for Isaac Dogman. Yes, former world champion Isaac Dogbay is currently holed up in Washington, D.C. as he prefers to make a stake at becoming a two-time world champion. And guess what? Do you know who he's, do you know who he is there with? Interesting stuff there. So you heard from the undisputed women's champion in the super middleweight division. There's still a lot more as we build up to this very big one in Oklahoma on April 1. Nathaniel Atta for Joy Sports. <laughs> That's right. Joy Sports' Nathaniel Atto has pitched camp alongside Isaac Dodbe as a boxer intensifies his preparations for his April 1st bout. So we will connect live with Nathaniel Atto for some updates. And if there's enough time... As he came in after jumping up, LeBron is in and goes... Oh! Drop that hand, Joe! As he came in after jumping up, LeBron is in and goes... Oh! Drop that hand, Joe! Coming to New Zealand, he just handed off to Powell. Tries inside the ball, rejected by LeBron. Lakers away when they had the opportunity. Oh, rejected by Chase! The last few possessions went unable to connect. Good pass to Chase! That stops a 9-0 Milwaukee run. Chance at the last shot. Drew Holiday! Happy Valentine's Day! Yes, the NBA All-Star Weekend 2023 starts tomorrow. Or as dawn, or even later tonight. You call it based on where you find yourself and on which part of the world clock you find yourself. But, we, but you know, we are going to have to do some preview here on the locker room as we, you know, gear up to see the slam dunk contest and, you know, the three-point shootout. And for the slam dunk contest, we have some very interesting names up front for you. Who's the Rockets forward? Kenyon Martin Jr. is in the run. Philadelphia 76ers, you know, guard Mark McClung is also in there. We have New Orleans Pelicans guard Trey Murphy the third. And New York Knicks center, Jericho Sins. These names, this, you know, five, six names are all up for the showpiece, which has historically, you know, launched the careers of several players. But if you're not up for the dunk contest, the three-point contest is also up for you. And there's one name which stands out. Kicks it out. Smart fakes. Inside. Jalen Brown kicks it out. Smart fakes. Inside, Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Definitely sure you're expecting to hear Wado Steph Curry for, you know, a second. But no, it's the Boston Celtics' Jason Tatum, who is set to lead the field for the NBA's three-point king this weekend. I have my guys on standby for the preview if we do get some time. So you do have to stay locked in on Joy 99.7 FM. I am Mishayo Kwetekwino. So we'll get into all of those conversations and discussions later on on the show. But first, yes, move to our business conversation with Blackstar's assistant coach, Didi Dramani. You want to stay tuned? Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Good to have you here. <laughs> it's my pleasure to be yeah, here. Yeah, great, great really to have you, you have and your nice crew. Environment here, coach. Thank you. And always tell us what we need to do to, to look better. That is, that should be what. Yeah, we, we want to always look better than what we are today. So, so I should give you feedback. So always give us uh, feedback. And, and for us, feedback should, should, should be both uh, positive and then and then negative. Yeah, negative. And, and we, we pick it well in very good faith. Congratulations on uh, your appointment as assistant coach of the Black Oh, thank you. Did you see uh, that coming? Uh, you just need to be working and then, and then uh, allow the system to, to decide. <laughs> but, but yes, <laughs> this, this, this answer is quite an interesting one. You people can allow the system to decide. I remember you and I had a conversation that was around the COVID time. I asked this question whether you could manage the black stars. And you said, already. I remember very well. You, you said, I, I remember. You know, I, said, I said, every every Ghanaian coach is a potential uh, uh, black stars coach. coach. And so you. You just need to be working and, and, and wait for the, the right moment. The moment is here? The moment has always been around. <laughs> but you just <laughs> you just need need the right timing. Yeah. And, and and the timing is really very very key. If if it is not the right time, 
uh, you might get things very wrong, but I think that we are in it and 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 trying to do always always you can always do your best yeah. and 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 as our 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 dear president said, uh, you should not be on the fence, yeah. uh, just looking at what is happening, <laughs> but you should be you should be you should be a citizen, and a citizen means that you should be fully involved towards the nation building contribution and and I think that uh, our contribution is to always serve uh, to the best that we can yeah. always you can only do what what you can but the ones that you cannot you have absolutely no control over and so uh, these are principles that that has been supporting and then and then guiding me all, around the lines but your life journey how did it start mm. I, I, I was really born in a in a football home. Uh, my late dad, George uh, Sole Dramani, okay. was a, a, a coach and 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 became an astute astute uh, uh, sports uh, uh, administrator. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, they were the few that were identified by uh, uh, the late uh, Almighty Ohinijan. Oh, okay. And and okay. Uh, together with yes yes to, uh, uh, together with uh, Ben Kofi, Asibi Boachi, Nanan Ketia, and and George uh, Dasobri, and uh, a few others, you know, who had the opportunity of traveling across the world to understand various uh, various models of 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 sports operations. And he, he was more a football inclined, but they were they were they were modeled. Uh, uh, to specialize in various areas, but they were very astute uh, football administrators. So, and then he, he rose up to become the the acting chief uh, executive of the National Sports Council, and also became the general general secretary of the Ghana Football Association during the reign of uh, Nana Butler and my uncle, the late uh, uh, Alaji MND Jaula and. Uh, yeah so uh, and in view of this i i had the opportunity of you know traveling yeah. across the country you know uh, a civil servant you yeah. know, always being on the transfers uh, bolga tamale accra you know across the country so at least i knew many many regions before even football took me around and so uh, this is the home that i came from and and you can imagine but i actually started very early playing you know, coast football right away from Bolga. If you heard about Abuba Tanda Sedu, yeah. former RTU player, became yeah. Hasofo player, yeah. and yeah. I, I played with him in, in soccer masters in, in, in Bolga. Oh. So I started schooling in Bolga. Oh, okay. And okay. I played for soccer masters. And, and then uh, and then we were transferred to Tamale, and, and so I was actually born in Tamale. And then went <laughs> to. That's where I was coming to. Yes, but we went to Bolga, and then uh, I started playing in Bolga, and and then uh, we we came back to Tamale, and then I played for House Babies, and and uh, House Babies Gago also played in House Babies, oh, but I was an older player oh, in that squad, and so uh, they do say identified me, uh, Coach Iki you say, okay. he identified me, so he's always been my mentor, and then uh, he he introduced me to Real Tamale United in '83, so very early. Oh, then you started. Yes, kind of very very early. I was very young, and 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 then playing in the in the den. Um, then under twenties, the 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 very pronounced under twenties that was instituted at that time, and and across the the, the premier teams. Yeah. 
So every every Premier team had an, an, an yeah, under twenty, yeah. and and, 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 and we played. Even used to play the reserve league. Yes, yeah. and then it was after this that the reserve league also came up. Okay. You know, the reserve league used to be in place those years, and then the under twenties came. You know, the main focus was directly on the youth players okay. of of the various uh, uh, Premier teams, and then after some time. Uh, I think in '86 I was promoted to the first team. I was the captain of the under 20 side in a, of RTU, and then I was promoted to the first team. And then, and then uh, after some time, '89 I became the captain, and uh, until I left, you know, RTU to to keep Kose And it, I, I just felt to have a, a change of environment because I, I had served, you know, for long. For long in that in that capacity and in that region and i just felt that i needed to have a change of so i played for doors from uh, eight, uh from 93 till 98 and then i went back to rtu uh 90, 98 to 2000 and then uh, i went to the university in 2001 and and and, and along these lines i was playing football you know in my school days from the from oh, primary yeah. to GHS, uh, all the way to the university. Yeah, all, all the way to the university. In the university, I was I was playing and coaching as well. And so, so you, you combined uh, yes. school playing and then coaching. Yes, but but I I, I started really uh, with my course club has babies, and 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 it was a funny way to 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 transit into that field because I I, I went to watch their game and as and I found out that the centre back stayed too far from the team. Yeah. And I and then like and. I was uh, I was asking him to, to move further up the, the the field, and then I tend to ask myself, are you fair to this player because he doesn't know you, and then he has his own coaches. So how do you just tell him and moving and so I just, I felt guilt of myself. So I decided to go to their training subsequently, and then uh, and then that uh, that was just history because I I changed a lot of things. I put some structures. Even by then, I was just a trainer. I wasn't a coach because I was not trained. That, that was quite a, yes, 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 yes. But, but I put in, yes, but I put in some structures. Uh, 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 I, I put in some model in terms of how I, I I appreciated football. You know, you know the way you appreciate football is is by virtue of your experiences. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe you appreciated counter attacking. Maybe you appreciated speed attack. Maybe you appreciated, you know, uh, possessive play. And, and so that will inform you to begin to create certain principles. Even at that time, I created principles because okay. because you needed something that your players will, will, will rely on. You needed a certain guide. You needed a certain way of defending. You needed a certain way of constructing your attack. So in view of you needing something to, to, to be defined of who you are, yeah. you've put in place some principles. So even at that time, I, I put in some principles. So they knew how we're training. We 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 train just as we want to play in yeah. the games, yeah. and and they knew how we did things. How I wanted my player to behave on the pitch and off the pitch. You know, I I started to institute these things unknowingly, and you know, <laughs> unknowingly, honestly. Yeah. And then and then, but I was very very deliberate. I was very consistent, and I created a sense of patience around the the, the the 
the the the players just to but, but who just to allowed be you to get close to the players because it's, because it's, uh, uh, this club was my former coach club that I served oh, for okay. a longer time oh, okay. and so and so, so, you're so more of a family member yes a former member member and then they also knew that I played to the highest level and yeah. so definitely you have you have an input yeah. to me and definitely they don't have claimed coaches around and then so if you volunteer your time and energy and resources you know to do it you know and i remember those times sometimes when we have games i have to ask my wife to 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 cook uh, uh, you know from my uh, basic uh, small salary from my teaching fund you know i still you know invested because because i knew nutrition was very important you know even at that time i just knew that they needed to have a certain way of 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 livelihood yeah. to be able to to comprehend what you want them to do so you need to to begin yeah, some the food will really serve as motivation absolutely absolutely and then and and also uh, you know we needed to input them a certain way of life uh, to 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 appreciate that you know uh, uh, hydration is is important yeah. you know they need to bring some water along you know because i knew i couldn't do it all so i needed to to act in a certain way of you know furthering them in that way and so that was how all the coaching uh, interests and yeah. you know you need to have the interest first Defense. and then the yeah. and then the commitment will come yeah. and then you can say you become more a professional yeah. in that yeah. in that context so this is how it came and so in two, two, uh, 2001 i enrolled into a uh, into the university uh, of Winneba so uh, and and on on the vacation of the first semester that was 2002 i i i had the the GFA putting in place the five year development plan, plan by uncle ben kofi yeah. may 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 his his soul rest in peace and then and then that was the reign of a uh, 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 mr uh so I went to do uh, uh, to do administration. It, it was to lay the. You wanted to follow the path of your father. <laughs> I, in fact, I, I just thought that the the you coaching that I knew yes. was higher than what they were coming to do. That was my impression. Because when they said basic, I said if it's basic, I I I, ah, I okay, felt okay. I knew I I had a certain level of knowledge yeah. of the game because I I spoke a lot with my with my late dad yeah. about coaching things that I knew. From my father at that time still today they are still modern modern i i i modern matters and we, we we spoke more technical even though i was not a trained a trained coach by then so so when i went i went to think that i, I rather need administration and then uncle george uh the sobri yeah. uh Ima's father, Ima's father yeah. and then and he, he, know, became a young secretary yes, yeah. he, he he knows me very well you know you know they are like a family yeah. the the seven guys that, that went to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that uh, took to to europe and uh, america he said what are you doing here and he was the lecturer in the administration class he said no you you belong to football uh, to uh, to coaching go to the coaching class so i went to the coaching class and uncle ben was the was the one right. uh, instructing and he didn't know me at that time and I didn't introduce myself to him. So, uh, but he realized that, ah. and then in their conversation, uh, you know, brief conversation, he was talking about a student who is almost answering every question. Every question. And then, and then Mr. Dasobi said, 
this might be my son, you know. <laughs> you know, he preempted that yeah, it might be me. Yeah, it's possible. And 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 so after that, I did so well, you know. It was done in all the all the regions mm-hmm. of Ghana, and it was Jetos bringing a sports ad, a, a football administration, um, refereeing, coaching, uh, uh, physiotherapy, and then sports science, oh, okay. and then laying of junior structures, so that these coaches and then other components that has been that have been trained will have the chance of, you know, uh, youth teams around U12, U15, U17. So predominantly, I was made the the regional uh, uh, coach of the of the five-year development plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so in in Tamale, I was the I was the coach. So I gathered a lot of you know, and one of them is uh, Baba Baba Rahman. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Oh, Baba Rahman is your Yes. Partner? Yes. Oh, I see. So 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 we we put uh, both boys and girls together, and then sometimes they are over hundred, and then I, and then I train them. Before they, they break into their clubs, and and so and it was to to do this. And once doing this, I was still teaching in the in the in the in the senior high school. Which school I teaching? I taught in the, in my posting was a Kumbugu Secondary School, Kumbugu but I did my internship in a, in a, in Ghana School. Oh, okay, Ghana And then and then when I came, my posting was in Kumbugu, and it's like. Uh, Ghana School wanted me, so they gave me assurance. Everyone want, wanted an elite school, <laughs> and then it's like. And then when I went to report my new establishment, the head headmaster was my former geography master from oh, business secondary school, Tamale. Ah, so you went to B school? Yes, okay. I went to B school. Okay. And then he was like, ah, Mashud, would you, can you be in my school? Because you are an elite guy and then you are brought to this village. I said, master, once you are here, why not? I will also contribute. Yeah. So I devoted time for them and then I changed so many things there. I. I, I really did well. They didn't have an athletic over. They didn't have a football pitch, and it was all clouded with uh, with trees. Yeah. We uprooted the trees, and then we we set up an oval, and 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 I did my best there. Oh. And then, and then, and then once in the university, I had an, an encounter. I went to train, and I saw a group of players training and very quiet on the pitch. I said, "Who are these?" Yeah, you should be talking to each other. And, but there was nothing like that. And, and it's like they were only signing. Which, which, which university was that? Uh, university of Education, Winneba. Oh, okay. And it's okay. Uh, Winneba branch. Yeah. And it's, you know, I did HIPES there. Yeah. HIPES is a health, physical education, recreation and sports. Oh, okay. And they were just playing and the place was quiet. I said, oh, what, what am I seeing? What is happening? They were only signing. This was the, the deaf football team, the oh. national deaf football team. So... I became enthused, and I was. I'm always trying to help in the schools. Yes, I always want to want to be want to support you know schools. I want to support you know community. I want to you know always helping out something. So I I I I went closer and I asked who who are this, and then I helped them. So I went to my cubicle and they followed up to say they have a game against Nigeria and and they want to. To invite me to become their coach. You didn't have a coach? No. So I voluntarily went to give out my 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 best. So how were you able to communicate with them? I, I, I started learning how to how to how to sign. Okay. What they were teaching me and, and, and I could sign those times. I could sign. And then I knew everyone's name by signing. 
and 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 they will always look at me because they knew I was going so to come. So you've been the coach of Devon. Yes, Devin yes. So you can imagine those years when they said, "Ah, where were your back coach?" You can imagine. <laughs> and, 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 and sometimes I tell them, "Look, me, my coachy amumpo." I'll come to that then. Yes. Or your back coach. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. We've come. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. So these moments, I had I had in plan that what will I do to be able to facilitate my quick uh, uh, development and progress in the coaching industry. So Muftar, what came into my mind was that then I have to put in place a club. I have to I have to create something because in my in my local locality, and I stayed in Kukuo in Tamale. Okay. I each time the each time the politicians come and they organize football games, I I'll just put them together and I always want to create some structure. I want us to play in a certain way, and now I, I could even scout from other other yeah, communities, other and then neighboring communities. Yes, and then just just build a, a, a team, and we we come out and we play, we play with a certain discipline. So, so I thought that no, why do not why do everyone want to play in RTU? And RTU was the RTU was the only club, and the next first vision club was uh, Nanuba National okay. in Bimbila. Which was called by uh, NASA, my my my, my oh, very good okay. friend. <laughs> so I said no. Then the the then uh, executive GFA executive committee chairman, Mr. Y A Ibrahim. Yeah, Y Ibrahim. And I I sold the idea to him, and he said, oh, let's put in place a club. So sometimes he will invite me to his place in a. By then he was in Jamestown, uh, the Seps. Oh, okay. Then I'll go there, and then he he gave me some balls, and I started scouting with it. And then it it further out, you know. I'm just talking about how Guan yeah, United came yeah, came about. Yeah, the and then I was just thinking. And then uh, I was always talking with uh, Abu Hassan Raizo, the the Northern yeah, Regional yeah, RFA. The, the and then he chef. promised that oh, I think the best thing is that we have to bu- have to buy a bus. It's a good thing. I'll do this. And and then it further out. And I kept telling him. I said, I think you have been supporting sports a lot in the region. You need to own a, a club. My passion was not to own a club. My passion was to put in place something and then and then have the chance of coaching and help, help, and help just help the talents around. Then and then that one also fills out. And then my late dad, he said, "Don't give up. I know what you you, you can do. Don't give up." He kept pushing me. So when I met and then he met uh, Alaji MND Bola, yeah. and then we were sitting and I said, "Chief, uh, your friend is a is a Hayatu, and I know each time you go to uh, Cameroon." He takes you to his club. I think that you've done so well for. You deserve to have a club. So, uh, I, I put in place this, and I want you to just be be an owner of it, and then be our our founder and everything. So, so that was how we we got uh, okay. United. By then, it was Leposters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It started as Leposters. Leposters. Yeah. So, so when he was going to be installed as as a uh, 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 as a the Lepura, and then. I, I suggested to him that let's play a game against RTU, and that game ended 2-2 in Salada, and and that was the first time he saw the boys and he he realized that no, this I had a Sedu Salifu, I had a Kwame oh. James Aban, oh. I had a Isa Yakubu, I had Tia Zakari, you know you know yeah. I had all this uh, all this and all these players uh, have, they're playing you know, the Premier League. Yes, I got these were the guys that I, I started with, and so. That was how this current uh, Tamale City yeah. is now Tamale City. Guan United is now Tamale yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, it has, it has metamorphosed. Yes, yeah, so City. that is how 
uh, Lipo Stars uh, became Guan, Guan United, United and then, and then Tamale City. And, 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 and before then I had had the opportunity of, of, of training as a coach in different, you know, environment. different environment, the CAF C license, and, you know, B license, A license, became an instructor, became an elite instructor and assessor, you know, attended so many, you know, CAF programs with Uncle Ben Kofi and then, and then Uncle, Uncle uh, Osam Dudu and then Otia Kenten. So for me, I was mentored by these great people. So you ben learned Kofi, the Ben Kofi, uh, Osam Dudu, Sam Ade, uh, Otia Kenten, uh, 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 Mr. Ike, uh, uh, Mr. Afrani, uh, Herbert Adu, so you can you oh, can understand wow. oh, all wow. these people. Oh, I had wow. something. These are revealed. Yes, I had something. I had something down. unique, something unique from each each one of them, and then I had my own philosophy to build. So so and that's why when I was in Kotoko, in my first year, can you imagine that Uncle Ben and and then uh, and then uh, and then Osam Dudu, they came to visit me. In 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 in, in Adakuja, Dachi, yeah, yeah. and I remember when he came to see us training, and he, and then and then when when we finished, and then he had a talk with the players. He asked them, guys, is it is that is that how you guys trade? And they said yes. And he said then you have to win the league, because he said I've, I've never seen a, a a team train like this. You know, you know, very professional, very very. Uh, Positive in their approach, uh, very welcoming with the, with better, with, with great effort and energy, and 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 that was the week we turned things around when we went to Pandu uh, to win at. Yeah, at, I remember I went that game on television. Actually, <laughs> I remember that game. I went that game on television. Just gone by was the, just gone by was the conversation with Saul Nabilia Hardworth, um, Black Stars assistant coach, um, Didi Dramani. He know from that you can, you can see he has a, a very appreciable level of technical understanding for football. So we'll be here to see how it all goes as he supports Chris Hilton's quest with the Black Stars. But what we actually did here was to give you an abridged version of the conversation. The full one airs on Prime Take Joe News Sunday at 9 p.m. So you should make sure to mark your calendars. Up next for you is so sit down with two-time Premier League champion Julian Lescott, the former Manchester City defender who is now a youth coach with Manchester City and English, um, the England under-21 male side, visited Ghana as part of his Manchester City collaboration with Zalem to provide water to communities in Cape Coast. And on his arrival, he sat with Joy Sports to do all to understand this and enjoy as well. Hello, it's great meeting you. And you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, no... How's the country treating you since you landed? Very well, very welcoming. Um, 
obviously here for for an important reason but the hello it's great meeting you and you okay <laughs> yeah so you know how's the country treating you since you landed very well very welcoming um obviously here for for an important reason but the communities that we visited were so welcoming give us some great ceremonies um taught us some dance moves <laughs> definitely good. yeah um but very very humid very <laughs> so the weather's been a challenge but in regards to to the communities that we visited and the people the friendly faces mm -hmm. everyone's got a smile which is right. good yeah great you spoke about celebration and celebrations in Ghana don't go without food so which have you enjoyed yes so I've had a lot of jollof rice more than I've had in, in my life <laughs> this week um, and today's one was spicy so uh, right. I noticed it's a little bit ready but in regards to the food yeah um, again everyone has been so um, welcoming um, and generous with, with everything so um, thank you Right, so you're a very popular face here in Ghana, especially since the Premier League, you know, got into this sporting community more and more. But it's not always where you have big faces from the Premier League come around and, uh, let's say, tour our community. Mm -hmm. So it's quite, you know, interesting to know what actually brings you here. It's not about Jollof, definitely not. No, no, no. <laughs> like I said, we're here um, with partnerships with Man City and Zylem um, and place like Ghana and we've um, helped build and facilitate um, new water towers for clean and accessible water in, in communities that obviously don't, don't have that availability. So that was the main reason. Um, and then we've obviously tried to educate the communities um, in regards to how football and healthy and cleanliness can, can go together hand in hand in regards to just helping them understand the necessity to, to wash your hands and, and and kind of use water in, in different ways and see like I've like I said I've played some games whether it's football or mm -hmm. um, germ tag one of them was called but in regards to the enjoyment and the enthusiasm the, the kids have had it's been inspirational. Alright, so you know, uh, sometimes when, when footballers, you know, embark on some of these projects, it's mainly about education or mm -hmm. some other kind of, let's say, important stuff, but you are taking it a bit skewed, not that, not to say it's not important, yeah. but what exactly is driving you to focus on in this particular space? Well, in, in regards to the education, I think kids in, in general learn when they enjoy the process, so it's, it's a case of understanding how they want to enjoy and how they learn. and trying to make it as fun as possible but with an important message and that's what we've done obviously the main project is providing the water um, so regardless of, of anything we had to make sure that that structure was in place which we did that and then obviously after that it's it's helping the communities maintain and understand the maintenance needs but also showing the um, the younger generation um, the importance and, and the enjoyment it can bring is this your first time in Africa or in no Ghana? not in Africa no first time in Ghana okay yeah um, visited uh, South Africa a couple of times, um, <laughs> but again, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different humidity here. <laughs> okay, and so uh, this particular project is it only going to happen in Ghana, or you are looking to expand it to other African countries? Maybe in the future, but again, the first foremost was here. We place like Ghana, they were a, a partner in it as well, so they were um, a major um, reason for the the towers to be built here. Um, there's been other communities elsewhere in the world, but. Um, obviously the, the people involved felt the, the need to, to bring it here and, and that was the case and there's a lot of kind of um, processes that go through in the decision making of where it actually is but one of the areas was a school um, that doesn't have 
um, accessibility that close so it's important that we provided that and as I said it's hopefully brings them a lot of uh, easier processes in the future. It sounds like an international ambassador right now. No, 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 no. I'm impressed myself but no, in regards to understanding and, and being grateful for um, for what I have back home and taking stuff for granted is, is quite a um, humbling experience because as I said it's, it's something that me and my family and friends we take for granted which the reality of some people's um, lives is, is a real life and it has been a real opener for me so I'm grateful that I've been able to see that firsthand and now obviously just have more gratitude in general Okay, so now let's just focus a bit on the football now because so when you when you hear the word Ghana, what really jumps to mind about football? Ghana. Um, a good friend of mine is from here, so I'm going to say Peter. He's, he wants to shout out, but in regards to that, I would <laughs> say the Black Stars. I'm aware of of who they are, and what they represent, and um, the progression over what 10, 15 years now. Obviously, Michael Essien and stuff, mm -hmm. some bigger names and. Obviously, Salimuntari's. I'm aware of the stars um, and what and how inspirational they are for for Ghana uh, as a country and as a whole in Africa. I, I think that's one thing that impresses me is uh, as much as they represent Ghana or other players represent other countries, they represent the, the continent of Africa, and you all kind of warm to that, and that is impressive because I don't think there's many, if any, other continent in the world that recognises their talent as well as as well as Africa. Alright, we've had to cut into that conversation just so we can head on to do some boxing because our man Nathan Atto is on standby. Some tough work coming up for him on April 1st when he faces Robaisi Ramirez in the world title bout. Initially, he was standing at two places as Emmanuel Navarrete, a very long time foe, you know, had a chance to face him again in a trilogy. But let's say, fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately for yeah, Isaac Dodbe, Navarrete has opted to vacate his WBA title, meaning Isaac Dodbe now has a chance to become a two-time world champion. Joining me live on Zoom from Washington, D.C., where Isaac Dodbe is holed up and preparing you know, anxiously and eagerly for this fight is Nathaniel Atto. Hello, Nat. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. And it's great to have you on here. Let's cut the chase and get right into it because definitely you've seen certain things um, many people will not be, you know, 
privilege to see behind the scenes when the boxer is preparing for such a huge fight. To become a two-time world champion is not an easy feat to achieve in boxing. So what have you seen so far behind the scenes? Well, it is a lot of intensive training. It is a lot of focus and a lot of uh, cutting off all the negative energy. Do remember that, you know, in May of 2019, when Isaac Dube fought his second battle against Emmanuel Navarrete, he lost. Um, I was there in Arizona and I saw everything that happened. And after that, he took a little slump psychologically. Now, what I see is somebody who's reinvigorated, somebody who is re-energized, and somebody who's hungry for a certain level of success. Now, his trainer, Barry Hunter, who is in charge of the Headbangers Gym in the Bald Eagle uh, Recreational Center in the boxing section, is a man who has worked with many world champions. Now, he's worked with uh, different names from Javonta Davis, uh, you know, through to, you know, the names just uh, cut across. And he tells me about getting that close contact and getting the relationship with the legendary Emmanuel Stewart, who goes down in boxing history as the only boxing trainer to have worked with a certain number of world champions. Phenomenal. And he gets a lot of inspiration from him. Now, what what does Isaac debate do? you know, uh, benefit from all of this. He benefits from the experience. He benefits from getting the positive mindset around a time like this. Because, uh, Michelle, truth is, you're, you're, you're comparing this to a sport which requires that you have a team, a team of maybe 11, a team of 13, you know, and or a team of five. And you're weighing it against going into the ring alone, facing all the troubles alone, and having the expectations and the, you know, uh, the, the the aspirations of millions of people on your shoulder. It's not an easy thing. And for me, I think that uh, Isaac so far has done a good job in training. Uh, his trainers have been doing a lot in terms of monitoring uh, Rubaisi Ramirez and what he's got to bring to this bout. And the thing as well is that, you know, um, there's a lot of switching around. You know, this is week seven. We're going into week eight of intensive training. And, you know, you you, you get the sense of uh, the team very eager to change things and to switch things around so that Isaac will be in the best possible shape ahead of the, uh, the event. Now, Michelle, one of the very interesting things, uh, you know, about everything that has been done is that everybody i've spoken to in the gym and and michelle i say this in capital letters every single person i speak to in the gym talks about isaac dubey's work ethic and it reminds yeah. me of floyd mayweather jr mm -hmm. you know when when uh, floyd mayweather jr got to a certain pedestal in his career he had people attest to his greatness i mean this is the guy who owns a strip club for crying out loud he owns a strip club in new, new, uh, you know, in uh, in Las Vegas, and he doesn't drink. He doesn't have a single tattoo on his skin. He doesn't have a piercing on his ear or any other part of his body, and he gets the job done. He did that for fifty fights running and never got, uh, you know, um, he never got defeated. And so you look at the story of Isaac Dubey and you realize that he's following in that path because he doesn't ever get tired of training. 
I'm told that when he enrolled at the uh, you know the Headbangers Gym and the Bald Eagle Center in Washington DC, one of the things that the coaches had to stop him from was excessive training. And you see, once again, it's not like people want to patronize you or people want to just do PR for the boxer. This is something that runs across every single person that I've spoken to. Look, um, I've spoken to Franchon Cruz Desar, who is the undisputed women's middleweight champion. Uh, I'm sure that the story is already out there. People can see on our respective social media spaces. And, yeah. you know... Everybody talks about, Michelle, everybody talks about Isaac Dugbe's work ethic. And it's just amazing. You know, there were times when uh, the trainers tell me that they had to stop him because they thought it was too much. Look, there are many sportsmen who do those. Um, Lionel Messi would spend time, you know, on his own practicing set pieces. Um, Michael Essien, we heard the story of him training with Olympic Lyonnais at the time he was there in France and doing three or four more extra laps after a Premier or, or French League uh, game because he thought the game hadn't worn him out enough. You, you get the stories of, of a Freud that I've already told you. You get the stories of our own Azuma Zoom Zoom Nelson who go different lengths of training. I mean, I've, see, I've been privileged to see the training camps of, uh, you know, some of our former world champions, uh, you know, Joshua Clotty, uh, Ike Bazooka Quarte, Azuma Nelson himself, and that I consider a very great privilege, Michelle. And these are people who never ever joke with preparing themselves for the very big day. All right, and for Nats, me, uh, you've, you've spoken, yeah. you've spoken at length about his work ethic and uh, sort of energy and discipline he's attached to his training. But oh, there's a school of thought in boxing which postulates that you when you look at Isaac Dobie's losses, which are which are just two. Uh, in his entire career, they've come to Emmanuel Navarrete, someone who's a bit taller than him. And about three weeks ago, we spoke to Joshua Clotty, who asked Dodby to be a bit cautious in his approach because, you know, uh, although he's although he's feeling confident, he being shot is at disadvantage. Um, is that something his team is, you know, wary of and think is actually a real threat to Isaac becoming a two-time world champion? Great question, Michelle. I expected you to ask me this question. So this is what's been happening. Um, I've been in the camp for a couple of days since I got here to the U.S. And, you know, you, you, like I said, you get a sense of the trainers doing a lot of homework on Robaisi Ramirez. Now, what's been happening is that already on a regular day, Dogbe has a whole set of gym mates who are physically better endowed and are in bigger weight divisions. So, the training or the sparring is done right there in the Headbangers Gym. I'll give you the example of the current, um, you know, the current amateur, you know, champion in the U.S., the current amateur champion in the light heavyweight division. His name is Smith, and he, you should see his physical attributes. Just amazing. And all of these we're going to be seeing in the coming weeks on television and all of that. Um... So the coaches and the trainers have ensured that they have boxers who are in bigger weights, which is what a lot of boxers do strategically to get themselves ready for the very big day. And this is something that's being worked on. Um, look, I wish you were here and you should you should just see the, the set of talented young boxers who are just waiting to take over and become the next set of big faces and big names. And you see, um, Barry Hunter, 
uh, who's the head trainer, is somebody who's worked with many world champions. So he knows what it takes and he knows what it means to prepare for big days such as these. He knows the kind of tonic to give a boxer to prepare him for a day such as this. And trust me, look, um, I do not remember since I started watching his training here, I do not remember any any such boxer who um, is at par with him in terms of height or in terms of reach. All of them are bigger than he is. And I guess that it is a strategic move to get him to get more toughened. All right. Um, a quick one before I wrap this point up, uh, Michelle. Just a quick one before I wrap this up in a minute. Um, when I was covering Ike Bazooka Kwate's camp back in the time, when he did his very famous world acclaimed comeback, there were days when he would use gloves that are more, like, that are heavier. He would use Bukumbanku. And we all know that Bukumbanku is a light heavyweight. He's between light heavyweight and cruiserweight. And Ike Bazooka Kwate is a couple of weights down. He's a welterweight. So you ask yourself, what business does he have sparring with somebody who's a couple of weights above him? All of it is strategic. And in picking from that example, that is exactly what Isaac Dubey and his team are getting done so that they can get it right on April 1. All right, um, Mr. Arthur, thank you so much for your time. There's a lot more to ask, but we just have two minutes to wrap up. So I'm going to let have to let go of you right now. Thank you so much, Mr. Arthur. Thank you. Two minutes to the top of the hour, 8 o'clock. The weekend warm-up team are on standby to take over real quick. Coming live from the Badi Beach Hotel. But there are sort of Premier League games to look forward to here in Ghana. Hats folk are involved in the top of the table clash with Adriano Stars. The point difference between the two clubs is just about some six or five points. So Slavko Matic will be hoping that he can close that gap to about five points when Adriana take on House of Folk this weekend. That game is on Saturday, no, on Sunday at 3 p.m. Defending champions Kotoko will play against in Swaziland. They are going away in Swaziland. Accra Lions face Kotoku Royals. Midyama play Legon City. Samali City host Karela. Kefasa play Brekum Chelsea. Samas played Samali, RTU, and Dreams FC go. Um, you know, they welcome. Bibiani goes stars to Dewu. In the English Premier League where there's a lot going on with Manchester City closing the gap to Arsenal who have a game in hand. Both clubs are playing this weekend. Arsenal are going away to Aston Villa while Manchester City also go away to Nottingham Forest. The two struggling brothers, or should I call them rivals or sisters, Chelsea and Liverpool, they face off with Southampton and Newcastle respectively. Whilst Manchester United takes on Leicester City and Tottenham Hotspur, another struggling landing club, takes on West Ham, who are also struggling. It's a weekend of sports, a big weekend of sports to look forward to, which 